welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Ooh. All right. Time to rock and roll. Night. Yes. Definitely a good night. Uh, a lot of stuff this week. Boy, I tell you, a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm really uh, excited. Glad you guys can make it tonight. Uh, before we do, you might want to just post out to a friend, uh, get get them on wherever you're listening to us. We are on, uh, we are, where are we on? Rumble, CloudHub, and Twitter. We've been kicked off of Facebook and uh, what else? Um, YouTube. YouTube. That's no surprise, yeah. right? YouTube. Anytime you speak something that's halfway true, you get kicked off. Right. And then if you speak all truth, you really get kicked off. So yeah. I think we're on the second one there. So um, seeing that with Fox News and uh, and Tucker Carlson, you, 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 if you tell too much truth, the people in power kick you off. Boy, I feel like we've uh, entered a really high level club. <laughs> we're in the same club as uh, as Tucker. That's uh, wow. <laughs> made my day. Well, I gotta Tucker. say, uh, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. All systems alert. It's going oh, down. Right. Mayday, going Mayday, down. Mayday. Today's May first. Um, I think we are seeing some changes going on. I know, Chris, you got a word about Mayday. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, I actually, um, I had a dream last night and I just felt like we are in, it feels like we're in an increasing manifestation, both spiritually and physically of this, this war. And we know it's a spiritual war, but it's also a war of information. But last night I dreamed a dream that I was working as a first responder and, um, and I uh, actually, I, I stopped for lunch with a few people and uh, they, they were getting their lunch. It was like a deli and we were waiting and waiting. They were heating up their lunch and I, I hadn't ordered yet. And I was thinking, this is taking a long time. And um, it was my time to order. And I was about to give my order. And I heard the Lord say to me in the dream, uh, he he said, uh, you don't have time for that. Grab and go. Wow. <laughs> and so I woke up from that thinking, okay, the klaxons were sounding. Mayday, mayday, mayday. You don't have time for that. Grab and go. And I know that's right where we are. Wow. Yeah. That is powerful. Because if you think about it, that's a definitely a, a fingerprint of God, or at least his characteristic, thinking about the Israelites, right? I mean, the Passover, right? It's like, hey, don't let leaven, you don't have time, you know, grab and go is basically what he said. You know, it's go time. Let's go. <laughs> In fact, if you see the crumbling of evil, like uh, Pharaoh in Egypt over the Israelites, you also see that with the fall of Babylon, yep. where it just instantly happened, like, quickly quickly and so uh i'm encouraged by that dream and i think later at the end we will talk about some things the way that god has been communicating and i think our audience will find a lot of uh probably encouragement from uh, but we'll get to that but yes mayday 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 <laughs> yeah well so i think I, you know like intercessors intercessors like chris and others um I know I pray, but I don't think I pray enough. I think that's one of the encouragements of today. We'll probably talk more more about that. But I think Mayday, Mayday, time to pray, right? Because what does Mayday mean? Mm -hmm. Anybody have an idea what Mayday means? Tell us. Tell us. 
Well, Mayday is an internationally recognized distress signal. It means something's going down, a plane's going down. It, 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 we know it like that. I mean, we've heard it in movies and things. Um, and a May Day also is a spring holiday. In some places, it's a celebration of workers. You know, it's a shift at the end of, you know, the beginning of spring. It's a, it's a shift in, in seasons. But um, I always kind of like play around with the idea of May Day, if you spell it D-E-I, May Day. Uh, it means like May of God, day, Latin, 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 D-E-I, God. So God's month, May is God's month. But even more than that, the root, root word of the uh, word May Day internationally, distress signal is a french word which is maades which means uh, help me help me mm. and wow. i think you know what this really feels like a theme for tonight is that you know mayday mayday is a day to cry out for help for god's help and that's what we do when we pray we, we cry out to god we ask for his help we we implore um angelic hosts to who have already been assigned to us to do what they are called to do and the church has real power to actually make a sh to shift the atmosphere to make a difference and i, I think we will talk even further about that uh, in the future but i just think you know may day is you know it's an opportunity for us to cry out to god and say help me which you know jesus's name means the lord saves isaiah means the lord has saved and you know um, joshua the lord saves so May Day is May is God's month, and we're the church is crying out for God to move, to God to help us. Yeah. yeah. When I was in the fire department, uh, we do drills, and uh, one of the drills that we do on the radio when we're in deep into a building, uh, that if it comes over the the radio, May Day, May Day, May Day, and we said it three times or three three um, hits of the horn on the fire engine or the truck. Um, it meant vacate, vacate the, um, the, the building or something, some emergency is, is coming, is happening. So it definitely is a, a situation where we need help. Uh, here's, here's a good one that you might remember. Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Mayday, what the hell is that? Mayday, why, that's the Russian New Year. You know, we'll have a big parade and we'll serve hot or dirty. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> is that airplane, so, the movie Airplane? Yeah, yeah. It's Guilty pleasure when I was in junior it's high. I, I got to say, that was a funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> I picked a bad week to quit drinking coffee. I picked a bad week to taking dope and <laughs> sniffing glue. Ah. Remember, yeah, it was sniffing glue. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's an upside down world. That movie actually probably is more of today's normal world. Uh, mm -hmm. how crazy it, that was back then. And, and now it's all totally normal. I feel like we are in a crazy world right yeah. now. Well, Some of the, the headlines, I, I, I don't know. I, I saw one uh, today about <clears throat> Joe Biden's um, uh, border issue, you know, and Jean-Pierre, she, she claims that, uh, well, let me just play this. This is as, uh, about as crazy as things get. And I'm just like, what? Uh, let me find it here. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, I guess this one here. Yeah, right here. Oh, you know what? I think it's another one. Let me, sorry, let me get back out of that one. I had two of them here and of the same uh, person. And now it's not so natural. Now it's, uh, here we go. 
when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90%. And that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. But he has tools. Yeah, what? because of the actions this president has taken. And I'm thinking, what uh, what crazy world are you from? I mean, I, it's came like, down ninety percent. Is that yeah, what she it's said? It's an upside down world. That's what it is. Oh She's that's a flat out, and, absolute, a hundred percent lie. Yeah, he, wow. he got into office the first day, and he turned around all of the the restrictions that Trump put on the border. Yeah, he turned the world out. upside down. Wow, that is crazy. Obviously, he uh, hasn't heard Senator Joss Hawley. You know, he's the the Republican from Missouri that was um, with the judicial, uh, the Senate, the House Judicial Committee that was demanding a probe into 85,000 missing unaccompanied alien children. Maybe they didn't account for those, you know, they're just missing. So we're not going to put them in the statistics. And uh, Holly, he was demanding the FBI investigate. I mean, that was just a travesty. And I know some of you might've been listening to the Austin rally this weekend uh, where I was it titled how many more, and it was uh, just one great speaker after another that was um, it, giving issue about the border situation, going, this is uh, an emergency of national security proportion that must be addressed immediately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was, uh, it's just crazy how, and, and then what, the Title 42 is supposed to expire in May 11th, I think it is which is going to send droves and droves of, of people across the border. And they're preparing for that. But this is all according to plan. I mean, how do you wake people up? If, if that's what it takes to wake people up so they'll change, then that's how it's going to have to happen. It's really um, unfortunate that people are so stubborn, stuck in their ways. But Well, yeah, it's kind of a casualty of war. I mean, we're in a spiritual war, and we need to continue to remember that, that that there yeah. are real casualties. I mean, there are real children being trafficked. I mean, there are real evils happening. I mean, Chris, you mentioned that it's also May Day is also the beginning of Beltane, the celebration of the Queen of Heaven and that whole Luciferian system and the fertility day. I mean, that's all. So the, 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 the Lord is doing good things. The enemy is doing evil. And we're in the middle of that battle. And we just going to continue to pray and ask God to, to stop some of this stuff that's going on. Yeah, that Beltane celebration, it's not something just of the past, although it's a Gaelic May Day festival uh, that celebrates the halfway point between spring spring equinox and then the summer solstice. It's really celebrating Astra, the Queen of Heaven, and Baal, and what goes on underground and in back rooms. We see the maypole and the, the flower crowns and the the young girls being presented, but basically it's a ritual of uh, sexuality and of fertility, and it includes um, both the raping of virgins and human sacrifice. And as hard as that is to say, you think these uh, ancient Canaanite cultures, uh, rituals are gone, but they're not. There are many yeah. people who still celebrate uh, what May Day is. And at night, they actually change the name to Witches Night and the evening witches, wit rituals begin. Wow. 
Nothing new That's under heavy. the sun. Yeah. I had heard you know, that. I, uh, oh, go on, go on. Well, I was just going to say, you know, even the modern day, you know, we're, we're in a battle still in this country about um, abortion. You know, they, you know, they moved it away from the, the, the Supreme Court. And they, they realized Supreme Court came up and said, yeah, we, there's no right in the Constitution to have an abortion. There's no right to that. So we're going to let the states be, make those. And now there's a battle in every state. And what, what does each state believe about this? And we're fighting um, left and right. But the reality is, is that abortion is. And, and I saw a street preacher mentioned this the other day. It's, it's, it is child sacrifice. You know, and he says, well, how about someone who's an M- a woman who's in the woman, women's NBA? And, you know, she wants to play in the NBA, but she got pregnant. So what does she do for the sake of getting prosperity and money and future? She she sacrifices the child for that outcome. That's the same thing that's happened in every culture on the planet. It's not just Aztec or Inca. All the cultures have celebrated some sort of human sacrifice. That's still going on today. It's just a very sanitized version of it. At least on the outside, it seems very sanitized. So that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Sad, wow. sad, sad day for that. Um, you know, I, I just on happier things. I, um, you know, I I went to a car show with my father. It was actually a gift for him. Um, you know, when they start getting older, it's like, what do you do? You know, running out of sweaters to buy. You know, you can only buy so many sweaters. And it's like, what would he enjoy? Speaking of sweater, this is my, one of my favorite sweaters right here. Oh, I love that sweater. I wow. bet your right. wife loves that sweater. She does. I wear it all the time. People kite second looks. Yeah, I love it when my wife lets me go kiteboarding. But when they see that, they say, oh, I like it. And I say, well, I like both messages. I always tell people I'm very proud that I love my wife. And, and I tell people about that. Uh, and so, but anyway, uh, as a gift to my dad, I, we went to a huge car show at the Half Moon Bay Airport. It was on the runway. And, um, it just had a, it was the biggest one he'd ever been to. And he's gone to lots of them and he was an enthusiast. So it was really neat to see him just rattle off, make model near just like, Oh, it's a 59 Chevy, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, it's just something like that. And, uh, you know, dual over overhead cam. And, you know, he would just know all the things and he goes, Oh, that's definitely 61. It's got a waffle print on the hood. They only year they did that. And so it was really neat to see that. And my nephew, who's is just younger, he's like uh, in his 20s, you know, he is the same way with the newer cars, you know, kind of the fast and furious, you know, lowered cars and stuff. But he he definitely knew, uh, you know, all those things. And it was just really neat to see the old generation and the new. But what I really enjoyed about this car show was that it took me back to nostalgia years when I was a kid, when life was simpler and I think there's a draw for that. I think people like that, especially like Christmas, you know, oh, we like Christmas because we did this as kids, but it, it's a time that was simpler. I mean, if I look at what's right. going on today and I know there's always junk going on, always has been, but it's really bad uh, now, or at least it's in Getting your exposed. face now. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, I found myself drawn to those sixties and seventies, you know, those cars. And when I had a paper out and, and the worst thing was, you know, smoking in the boys room or something like that, not, you know, full on assault or whatever so anyway it was a good car show very different than the car shows that were reported on twitter just this last uh just oh, today yeah you know yesterday um they have what they call car shows it's where people are doing donuts in the middle of intersections and everyone's crowded all around um a little bit dangerous especially if the car goes out of control it easily can run people over but guess they hit some guy, you know, a car and he got out of his car, which was a big mistake because the crowd pretty much just pulverized the guy almost to death and just le- wow. left him there 
as if he were dead, you know, and blood's coming out of his mouth and they're just, and you know, they're doing their selfies and, and, you know, Good grief. Like, yeah, it was like animals. It was just really sad, but that's in Oakland. That's like in our backyard. And wow. so uh, not that it couldn't happen there, of course, but um, you know, it's just, you know, just crazy. Well, it's the, the level of human depravity. I mean, the reality is, is that this is what humans are capable of doing. And this is especially what humans are capable of doing. If you defund the police, if you no longer give um, in, if you, you, you give, you put criminals back on the streets and tell them, well, as long as you don't steal a thousand dollars worth of stuff, well, we won't, we won't keep you in jail. I mean, you, you make these slacked policies that actually do not uphold law and justice and you disempower the, the, the police forces from actually doing their job. That this is what you get, right? Yeah. Yeah. Things are so bad in San Francisco. Did you read that they called in the California national guards? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And they that. also deployed the CHP, the California highway patrol. I mean, San Francisco is, it's really diminished. It's, police force, much like Oakland, too. And now it's gotten to a point of crisis that evidently Gavin Newsom wasn't too embarrassed to ask for help. He was desperate. And basically, it's um, it's being uh, it's being advertised that they're coming in to deal with the public drug problem. And we know that uh, there are so many serious crimes. I mean, um, people are on the street, they're uh, urinating in public, defecating in public, they're pitching tents in front of people's homes and their businesses, the politicians, they're not enforcing the law. So the National Guard and the CHP, they, uh, they were pulled in and they know that these drug situations are being run by cartels and that it's, uh, it's very serious. The CHP are going to be the feet and uniformed officers on the street to augment the San Francisco PD. And wow. then the National Guard, according to uh, Major General Matthew Beavers, they're going to be, be working behind the scenes to gather the intelligence on the drug trafficking, the cartels, and to work to dismantle these networks. I mean, it kind of sounds like what's going on at the, the border, our southern border. border. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's really I mean, it's pretty clear now that the Mexican government is a shadow government that's controlled by the cartels. And, and even starting to control parts of our country, which, like you said, San Francisco, but even like Arizona, we know that uh, the cartels have actually con controlled the voting down there and installed who they wanted, who would be soft on crime. Instead of Carrie Lake, they installed the other uh, person who didn't even run a campaign. And so we know that there's there's a, I think all of this is just showing us that there's a very much a lawlessness going on in our country. And that's another reason we need to pray is we need to pray for God's protection. Mm -hmm. We need to pray for God to help us. But there, you know, we're seeing a lawlessness all over our country, and we're especially seeing it on our borders. And people have been crying "Mayday, Mayday" on the borders for two straight years now, yeah. and we're still not getting any real change. And I think you were mentioning, Chris, that there was a, a rally in Austin, you know, in Austin this last week about um, about the border and uh, what are we, what you know, right there in Austin, right on the steps, right, right in front of the 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 courthouse and the the government buildings you know they're saying what are you i remember one of the speakers said what are you doing like texas is like the most is the is trafficking the most people of any state in the union and here's your here's your government building what are they doing in there why are they not stopping this so you, you got it's it's got to be that people are being paid off or being bought off being 
um, entrapped or you know protected. You know, there's 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 a bunch of corruption going on, and this has to be overturned. This is the part where we're, we're probably going to see a little. It's going to probably get worse before it gets better, but yeah. we have to expose this kind of darkness. Yeah, and that's why the May Day will feel so urgent, and it will it will grip your soul. But a part of the awakening is the rude awakening. Uh, Mark Morgan, I don't know if you got a chance to watch uh, the Austin rally, but he's a border security uh, guy from the Heritage Foundation, and he was the forming acting commissioner of Customs and Border Patrol under Donald John Trump. Woohoo. And he basically he laid it on the line. He said this thing that is happening at our borders is a self-inflicted, unmitigated crisis of catastrophe that has been unmatched and unparalleled in modern history. And he said that it's due to the political and ideologically driven environment that truth, reality, facts, data and evidence are not even important, and that uh, false narratives and blatant lies have hijacked the situation down there. Wow. And just to um, just to counter what uh, the White House sec- White House press secretary said, he had brought statistics to the game. He said in the last twenty five m- months, six million total encounters and one point seven million over. Um, what they called gotaways uh, cross the border. So a, a total of 7.7 people that they first they encountered 6 million and then 1.7 that they couldn't even encounter, but they know they got through due to surveillance. And at this pace, he said that by the end of this year, we will have more than 14 million encounters at the the southern border and that would be the equivalent to um just under the population of the state not the city the state of new york yeah and that's 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 you know the exact opposite of what the what the the biden administrative spokes head liar is saying and you know and it's it's interesting too because you know one of the things that was on the news today was there's a you know in Texas right now there's a mass shooting suspect who's at large they they didn't catch him um and it was a, there was the neighbors a couple neighbors and he was out on his lawn shooting an AR15 and the neighbor said hey can you not shoot your AR15 and he turned the gun on them and killed most of the people in the family this is a guy who is an illegal alien who's been deported four times four times and he is now on the loose and he killed like five people and including an eight-year-old boy and, you know, and went into their house. I mean, just horrible, horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. These are the types of things that are happening because of the Biden administration's lack of lack of doing anything, reversing the policies that the Bush administration had, actually enforcing the law because the laws are already on the books to enforce all of the all of, you know, enforce the border. It's just they're not doing it. They're just not enforcing it. And they're hindering the law enforcement from, you know, the Border Patrol from actually doing their job. And then they're inviting people in. So this is, you know, this is definitely the atrocious behavior, the atrocious policies of this administration. And, you know, Carrie Lake this week, she she tweeted that they that a little girl was was found who had 67 DNA in her six. She had been raped 67 times. Mm-hmm. On our border, on the way to Me- from Mexico to America. Yeah, and okay. that's not unusual, is it? I mean, that's we wish that yeah. that well, if that were 
it, it is true. This is evidenced that they, uh, and one little eight-year-old girl. Can I just share a dream I had two nights ago? Because it was, yeah. it, it told me a lot about it. I, I felt it was the Lord just showing me my own heart. And I dreamed I was working as a first responder and there were many, many children underground. And and someone uh, who was my supervisor came up and said, we need to go down there and you need to examine them because they all appear to be dead and uh, you need to check them out. And uh, so I was in a professional professional capacity and I would normally have followed those uh, assignments. And he started walking, expecting me to follow him. And I said to him, I don't want to see dead children. But he sort of signaled me, no, you're come, come along. You know, I heard you, but come along. And I said again, I don't want to see dead children. And um, he just kind of shook his head like, you know, who wants to see dead children? None of us want to do this. We need to do our job. And I woke myself up the third time saying, I don't want to see dead children. And I was startled awake. And I said, Lord, what was that about? And he said, "Uh, what you're going to see in the days ahead, you will not want to see, but it's what you've been asking to see. It's the exposure. And I know you don't want to see them, but I'm going to equip you and you will keep your eyes wide open. Mm. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. Yep. Yep. There's going to be a great revealing, great exposure. Yeah. And it's starting now, isn't it? Yeah. We're seeing it right now. I mean, that's it's happening and and this is the answer to the we've been crying out in prayer we've been crying out uh, to our nation to our communities to our churches you know you know that you we've got to see a response you know to what's going on we god we need your help and that's a, that's the mayday cry help us lord and the other big one is the fentanyl epidemic you know it's interesting that the cdc who is the center for disease control who's in charge of you know making sure that people understand what's important in this country have not ever issued a mayday for the fentanyl crisis. I mean, they did a universal, you know, millions of dollars were spent on telling us that, oh, there's this, you know, this C-19 coming from China, but there's nothing being done by our organizations. These three-letter agencies that are supposed to be, you know, administrative bureaucratic agencies to stop and make American people healthy are not even, they're not even saying mayday about the fentanyl crisis. They're not talking about it. They're not acknowledging it. And I mean, I think one of the speakers of this, this last week, I think it was uh, Rob Roy, actually said that in his own county, over the last six months, there's six kids that have died from fentanyl overdose, and they're getting they're they're getting other drugs that are laced with fentanyl. They don't know that they're taking a pill that's going to kill them, and they're taking it thinking it's going to help them, or for whatever reason, drugs or whatever, and it kills them. And so this is a you know wh- where is the uprising? Where is the stopping of this? And where are the people who should be stopping it stopping it? They're not, and that's what. I think it's a big deal. And then, of course, you got people like Swalwell, um, you know, the governor, one of the uh, senators. Right. He started attacking the character of one of the witnesses who was actually there to testify to the um, human trafficking that was going on at the border. And instead of actually asking her questions about the human trafficking and getting to the core of the issue, he started attacking her as that she was present on January 6th. 
And she's like, why does this have to do with anything? Well, I was, I, I, yeah, there was like millions of people there that came there and did nothing and went home. I didn't, it wasn't part of any violence. He's like, yeah, but you were there, you were here and you, and he tried to paint her as like this crazy person telling everybody that her character was maligned because of that. She was even present on J six. And here's a guy that's had a, you know, a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy who's trying to discredit a woman who's coming to testify to what's going on in the border. Um, you know, just an upside down world, like you said, Ron. Yeah, <clears throat> I saw something. I don't know. I, I got a pleasure out of it uh, I, for whatever reason. But uh, somebody was harassing uh, Swalwell, following him with a microphone in his face. You know, I heard you banging uh, Fang Fang. And, and what's that like? You know, you traitor and all. And he just keeps walking and he just kept asking him. But the guy had, you know, he looked like a news guy and he was just would not let up on him. And, you know, he's piling it on himself. You know, it says the, the scriptures say, judge not lest you be judged for in the amount that you judge others, it'll be judged onto you. Well, that goes, that's just a universal, you know, law that uh, God has. So, you know, Swalwell starts judging others and it's going to be judged unto him. And, uh, and so definitely, you know, we need to be not hypocrites and he's a pretty big one. Yeah. So as I just judged him. <laughs> oh, no, I think what you did, you, you just uh, announced uh, what what has been found out about him. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. know Marjorie Taylor Greene, she um, she got her hand slapped by, of all people, Chuck Schumer, who basically said when she confronted the truth about um, Swalwell uh, and said, you know, she, he's have he's had this illicit a relationship and had an affair with a Chinese spy. And, and he said, Oh, we don't, that's below what we talk about here in Congress. And she looked at him and basically uh, like, we're not going to talk about it because it's uncomfortable. And so therefore it's kind of a no go area. And so uh, it's an interesting season as people are getting exposed Um they're, what, what they're using for their defense. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know if that's the same one, but they asked her, would you like to strike this from the record? And Marjorie Taylor nope. Green said, Nope. <laughs> it was, it was classic. I loved it. That was pretty yes. good. Well, well, and then, you know, this, what's coming out more and more is this Biden crime family from hell with the, with the, you know, the laptop from hell, right. The Biden laptop from hell, which is proven to be you know, authentic, you know, You've got you, the the information came out that that Bi it was the Biden camp that instructed Blinken. Okay, the, this is the Secretary of uh, uh, Secretary of State, right? To mm -hmm. and directed him to lie about the the laptop, and then wrote the letter that fifty one other intel agency professionals signed. So it's not only that was it a lie, but the actual Biden administration directed the secretary of state to lie and to have all other, all these other agencies lie and sign off on it. This is a level of corruption that makes Watergate look like, a, you know, a, oh. a, a squirt gun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah and he's in that hot water. I mean, yeah. the GOP wants him either to resign or, or him be impeached. I think he actually should go to, to prison, you know, yeah. yeah, and it's not just Blinken. I mean, the, the testimony was given by former acting CIA director Mike Morrell, and he was speaking in front of the, the House Judiciary Committee about this. And 
what it also brought up was that um, uh, not only did Blinken know about it, but obviously it was coming out of Biden's uh, campaign, the instructions. So, um, so and uh, Merrick Garland must know about this because he saw, you know, he saw the um, the laptop, and he he testified that it wasn't authentic. So if uh, Merrick Garland. Um, lied. And if Blinken lied, they are both subject to impeachment. I hope they get more impeachment. I mean, they'll just get, because what they'll do is they'll become a TV host on CNN or something, you know, and they'll still get (laughs) their job money than they're making now. Yeah. Yeah. And these, and these, someone, everybody needs a screenshot. These are all the agency professionals that signed the letter ensuring us that the, the laptop wasn't real, that it was Russian misinformation and here are here they are. You know, these all these people put their names on the line. When you put your name on the line, your name is now on the line and your name needs to be remembered because you were used. You were manipulated and used for corruption or you willingly went along with the corruption. And either way, you do no longer deserve an office uh, of intelligence in this country. Yeah, right there in the middle is Leon Panetta. He was our congressman in our county here. We live in Santa Cruz County. Yep. And his son, Jimmy Panetta, is now a congressman down in uh, Monterey County. And so he was director of the CIA uh, at one time. And, you know, he knew he knew and he knows exactly where the bodies are buried. You know, it's really interesting with this picture as you uh, pan back out there. It's very white. You know, a lot of times we go, oh, look, all these black people doing these crimes. Well, here's another set of criminals doing it a different way and it just seems like every single one of them i just kind of noticed that it's just like it's the heart of man it's not uh you know it's not a race but it's it's uh, people's hearts these people are greedy and they're liars and uh it's really yeah, sad that we have them infiltrated at the top levels this is the picture of the deep state brennan who is a former head of cia yeah. the, the the these are the people that are the deep state in our country Yep. Yes, they are. Yeah. And and don't forget that it's not just about maybe impeaching people, but um, th- this is election interference intentionally. And so we're we're going we're how do we get our diamonds back? You know, somebody stole our diamonds. Someone stole our election. What are we going to do about this? So it seems like things are bubbling up very quickly as far as evidence as we have these House committees investigating weaponization of the government. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you know it's, it's all part of a plan. I mean, you see this investigation. You go, why isn't anything happening we're still not in position to make those things happen. And if it goes, say, military tribunal or the Senate and the House are completely, you know, changed and are MAGA, then it'll happen. But in the meantime, you're getting all this investigation. I mean, all this stuff's not just going to disappear. It's going to be like, oh, crack open those books. I know you spent three years investigating this. Let's see what you have now that we're able to actually go forward with a case. And so uh, something is happening. We may not see it yet, but we are seeing the investigation. And I mean, even um, what was the uh, 
Durham, you know, Durham investigation. These is like, where is all that stuff? He spent a lot of time. There's a lot of stuff. There's sealed indictments in the hundreds of thousands of sealed indictments. You know, you usually get no more than like a thousand to twelve hundred. And I think they're at well, they're at a couple hundred thousand that I know of, yeah, you know, last like three three hundred thousand now. Three hundred thousand? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think the argument has been that even if things came to trial, Merrick Garland, our um, attorney general, is not going to make it uh, very, very easy to actually get a long um, sentence or something that would stick. He he may not even cooperate. But now with Merrick Garland's role in um, in possibly hiding the laptop truth, and his part in uh, even possibly this this letter uh, to the agencies, along with um, the other things he's doing, the, he might he might be forced to resign. And if that happened, maybe yeah. then we could actually get some prosecutions. Yeah, of the yeah. FBI. Yeah, patience. It's all patience. we need. Well, a yeah. couple more things uh, along the Biden crime family. Um, there's a uh, Hunter Biden's child support. The uh, the girlfriend <laughs> he had a child with. There's the, the movement forward on that, I believe. Yeah, that it was in court today, and he was pleading, "I can't support her. I don't have any money." It's like, <laughs> what? You need to send more money to Ukraine so they can pay me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I haven't been able to fly to China lately or something. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely crazy. I mean. Who, whoever heard of somebody saying they don't have enough money to support the child? He doesn't want that child to have his name, you know, uh, Biden or anything. And uh, from what I had heard, it was pretty pathetic. Yeah, you know? it's, uh, the, they basically the Biden family, this this young four year old girl um, hasn't been able to take his his last name and they referred in the family they refer to her as she who shall not be named literally and uh, president biden a resident biden he refuses to refer to her as a grandchild and um it's just very very sad there has been dna testing they know that hunter is the father the news always portrays the mom uh, who is London Roberts as a like a a stripper, um, like she and a prostitute, and she was an exotic dancer. But she also went to George Washington University, uh, which is a very expensive um, university, and she did her dancing so she could pay her reg fees. Uh, and her uh, she she graduated and she, as a a single person. And right now she's raising her daughter on her own, which yeah. is probably a good thing. So that so basically she she's Hunter Biden's girlfriend, basically, who also happens to have stripped at one point. And so the, the media is mm-hmm. labeling her that to make to, 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 to sway public opinion against her for Hunter Biden. That's what's going on. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's so, so wicked. That's so evil. Yeah. And like always, it's the child that suffers and who knows what kind of wounds that poor, poor little girl will have. Yeah. So, that, uh, you gotta be a pretty bad dad for, for, for people to say it's it's better off that she's with a single mom that was a stripper, you know, than to have him in the picture. I mean, that just shows the character of uh, Hunter. 
Yeah. And so you, you heard that, um, you heard that he was pleading, uh, his lawsuit in Arkansas, but did they actually finish things up? I know judge Holly Meyer, she's pretty tough and she was getting down on them because he was making every excuse why he couldn't come and kept putting it off and kept putting it off. And yeah. finally he said, you're making a joke of the legal system. I need to make progress with litigation. You will come down here. Both parties will show up in person and we will get this thing taken care of. So did you hear uh, if it was taken care of? I didn't hear the final results. I, I was just looking for clips on that one. So probably um, tomorrow we'll know more. I, I don't yeah, you know that there's also going on right now. There's a lot of interviews out there going on about about um, you know young people who voted for Biden in the first election who are now ashamed and don't want to vote for him again. And they literally asked him, "Well, why did you vote for him in the first time?" And the person's like, "Um, um, uh, well, because he wasn't Trump. <laughs> that was the only reason why the person voted against you know for Biden." And these people are all like going like, "Oh yeah, well, I, yeah, probably shouldn't have." voted for him and uh, even young people are saying that they wouldn't vote for him again they want somebody else to vote for if they vote democrat this next time so um you know i think the china controlled candidate is no longer going to be a, a viable uh, choice nor, nor was he ever viable um but you know i think that's key did you hear what nikki haley said about biden he's she said and I couldn't find any more information about it, but she said, oh, Joe Biden, he won't be alive in five years. And she, you know, she, Nikki Haley used to be our ambassador to the UN, and she is running a re Republican candidate for president right now. And I was thinking, what is she talking about? Does she know something? Yeah, I bet she does. Well, some people think he's already dead, you know? Yeah. They say that guy's an actor. Uh, you know, you're seeing videos where that's a mask. Look at the back, you know, or oh yeah, he's his earlobes, his eye colors have changed. Look at his uh, facial structures changed. Now I don't know if that could be just a, a bad, uh, you know, facelift or what, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the back of his neck in that one picture where the skin just gets yeah. totally moved around and it stays. You're like, okay, is that what it looks like when you have skin that old? I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I don't go poking people's old people's skin to see, if, but it did. It did not look natural to me. So. Oh my yeah, God. that's disgusting. I'll let it all play out and find out. I, yeah, well, I think there. I think what we're seeing though, though, is that you know part of the things that we're trying to do here is wake people up, get people to question the narrative, and it's an uncomfortable place to be, right? Uh, to actually look at information that may not be hundred percent true, but it. It isn't the answer that you is the comfortable answer. So you need to at least examine it. And I think that's where we're at is that, you know, we we as an American people have been mostly asleep. And what we're seeing is guys like, you know, Tucker Carlson saying, man, I was part of the apparatus that was the control apparatus that kept everybody asleep. I'm waking up. You know, you know he said on an interview just recently, you know, why can't I talk about building seven? Right. Like, OK, maybe it's not true. Maybe maybe maybe. But why can't I even bring it up? That's what's called. That's journalism. Right. Is to ask the question. And in certain networks, certain networks, I wasn't even allowed to ask the question. Right. Yeah. So, and this is, this is an interview that he had like a month or two before he was silenced. Um, and he talked about a variety of things, he talked about being part of the control apparatus. He talked, talked about aliens. That was a recent one that I just saw. He's that was about. crazy. I saw that one, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You sent me that video. That was um, 
he's talking about that the United States government has had information about unidentified flying objects that are dangerous that have actually caused a hundred servicemen to have brain damage. Yeah, and there's a hundred different court cases. A hundred yeah. different court cases of of uh you know them and they were damaged by like they would come come to the the base and they they would approach them saying hey you know what are you doing here what what is this and and all of a sudden this this energy field it would just fry their brains or something and and so the families would take it to court saying hey our you know our our son got his brains fried or whatever uh and we want to sue and, and so they've had a hundred cases and this uh tucker had gotten this call from uh, a top uh, medical, Stanford medical Stanford. professional, traumatic yeah. brain injury expert, traumatic, yeah. yeah, traumatic brain injury at Stanford. He was the top in the field. He still works there. And he got a call saying, I want to be on the show. The guy apparently had a couple of patents. So he was actually considered to be, um, you know, he's pretty wealthy. So it's not like he was there to make money, but he was going to expose this thing. And uh, apparently never made it to air. Hmm. Yeah. Really interesting. I mean, you know, for, for, for a lot of us, we think we know everything. Hey, you know, this is true. This is not. It's like, man, you got to keep your minds a little open. I mean, these are people that ha seem to have some credibility and they're saying this is what's happening. You know, it's like it's worth investigating, you know. So I, I do want to close later on with uh, a little bit about the whole prophetic and, and stuff like that. And I, I think this alien thing was good just to bring up because it's like, we're so sure they don't exist yet. You have some people that are in the government, you have court cases, you have evidence and witnesses and all kinds of things in these cases that are not being shown to us that say opposite of, of that, you know? And so, yeah, well, one of my favorite, sure. one of my favorite shows is, called blurry creatures it's a, a podcast and they go into the physical evidence of unusual things like the nephilim and the giants and and they talk uh, candidly about when there have been archaeologic finds how the smithsonian institute and the national archives i mean it's like a scene out of indiana jones when they got the ark of the covenant they swoop in and they take over the uh, the site and they box everything up and then the evidence disappears. It's part of changing history and it's part of uh, what this, this fifth generation warfare is about. It's an information war. We are at war and we are being lied to. That's what the, the day at the, the border uh, this weekend, it was we are being lied to. That's what this Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop is. We are being lied to it's one thing after another when a, a press white house press secretaries says a ridiculous statistics and expects people to believe it and is blatantly lying to us when uh, merrick garland is lying to us and uh, other members of congress are lying to us it is i mean it is uh, definitely uh, a time when our mind will need to be wrapped around things that have been withheld from us. Information has been withheld from us. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, definitely. this is the, you know, this is the media. And this is when, you know, why do you believe a guy who wears a tie and sits behind a radio, sits behind a camera and reads a teleprompter? Why do you believe him 
but you don't believe somebody on YouTube saying, Hey, I, this happened to me face to face. Oh, and they took you off YouTube. Oh, it goes on to rumble. You know, it takes you off rumble goes on to bit shoot. They're giving testimony. eyewitness testimonies of things they've seen and heard. This is how you, you know, evidence, you know, this is how you do it. You, you have to actually bring more speech, not less speech. You don't censor what you think is wrong speech. You bring more speech and then you weigh the evidence. That's one of the things Tucker said. You know, when someone makes a claim, a truth claim, you ask, is the claim true or not? It could it could be partially true, but you don't just throw it off, you know, or you don't just cast it out without actually examining. And there's actually a Bible verse that talks about that, you know, woe to the fool who who believes a story before he's heard the other side of the story. You know, and, and, and that's what's been going on. And unfortunately, that's what's going on in America is that what we know because of the church report that was done, that the CIA has infiltrated the media to get the American people to believe what they want them to believe about what's going on in the government, both domestically and foreign. And so therefore that they can get the government, the me, the, the American people support for things that are not 100 percent, you know, pure and, and are actually downright flat evil overthrowing governments yeah. that are not that don't that you know we shouldn't have a hand in doing and and you know it's like you know the end justifies the means well it's done for america we're the we're the good guys like no if we are the good guys we do things right we do it by the book we do it above board and we do it in an honorable way that makes us the good guys not just we're the good guys so we can do evil things you know and i think that's what you're dealing with right now with fifth generation unrestricted warfare is that when covid 19 happened we're under attack and we're not even sure who's attacking us. That's the problem. That's serious. That's serious. Talk about what Lara Logan said uh, at the Austin meeting this weekend about the 60 Minutes uh, deal oh, yeah. on Oh, yeah, Laura Logan. She, I, I love her quote. She said, listen, you know, that whole 60-minute you know, Ray Epps spot that was done, she says, I mean, it's clearly evident that the guy is a, a Fed. He's a Fed instigator. He's a well. I can't say that for sure legally, but I know what journalism is, and that ain't it. And because they didn't ask him any questions, they didn't ask him. They didn't really give it you know, give a chance for real real questions to be asked. That's not journalism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fifth generation warfare. That's for sure. Yeah. That's. Yeah, it's painful, but but that's part of the waking up too is realizing that there are going to be some things. I mean, already in the last year, how many times have you you learned some things where you thought when you first heard it, you got that's not true, that can't be true, that's impossible. I don't believe that. And then as you see the evidence, uh, you have to make. I mean, you get a choice, don't you? You either believe mm -hmm. the evidence or you believe the lie. And yeah, uh, that requires a repentance of, of, of changing your mindset. Well, yeah. and, and this is the thing, the church needs to wake up when well, this is one of the things that the wake the bear is all about is we're trying to wake up patriots. We're trying to wake people up to what's going on. We're trying to get them to think deeply and critically. Don't believe us. Go check it for yourself. Don't believe what Brandon and Ron and Chris say, go research this stuff for yourself, but stop, just stop just sitting around doing nothing while this nation is being handed over to our enemies. And that's, that's one of the things I, I just know for me, Brandon, you know, my grandchildren are going to come to me and say, dad, you know, grandpa, what did you do? 
when the, the communists try to take over our country? What did you do when the fascists, the tyrannists, the World Health Organization, the, the World Economic Forum, what were you doing? And I said, well, I, I didn't do much, but I did all I could. And I, I was waking people up. That's why I felt called to do Wake the Bear with you guys. That's why we're doing this. But one of the major you know, subsets that we're trying to wake up is the church. Because the, the church is not even praying about some of the stuff that's going on. They don't even, they're not yeah. even recognizing that they need to pray. And I'm, I'm here's just, just, here's a couple of just weird stuff that, that should be prayed about. Uh, there was an 18 year old boy just recently. He went through transitional surgery to make his, 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 his genitals into a vagina and he died on the, ex, on the, on the, yeah. in, on the, the, the surgery room. Okay. That's happening right now in our day. They, they want to literally transition children to different sexes that is crazy and we're okay with this and we're letting it happen I, and i try to tell other pastors i said listen if this type of stuff is being perpetrated in our cities the pulpit is responsible we're not doing our job of speaking out against evil and calling out evil and i think there's another one like I, literally the school sit the school system i grew up in in southern california mesa unified uh, newport mesa unified school district it just came out that there are emails of 30 students that teachers secretly helped them transition mm -hmm. to the opposite sex without their parents knowledge this is in Newport Mesa Unified School District where I grew up in. Like that makes me mad. Okay. We've got to fight against it. We got to call it out and say what it is. It's evil. There's nothing good about that. And it's happening in our cities. It's happening in our nation, in our state. And it's our responsibility. It's our duty as citizens, co-kings to call out evil and stop it from happening. And if we don't do anything, silence is consent. We're allowing it to happen. And therefore we are giving our consent to it. And that needs to stop. And that's, that's why we need to be praying against this stuff and then mm -hmm. speaking to the Lord about it, but then speaking to other men and women and other patriots and then to the school boards and to our officials and people of influence and say, this cannot happen here anymore. Yep, we do have to wake up. We have to wake up. And, and part of waking up is knowing God's heart on these things. You know, I saw uh, an interview last week that just really impacted me. In fact, I, I wind up watching it three times. And it was on Elijah streams and it was, uh, they had a, a guest, Johnny Enlow, that's a regular guest on it. And, uh, but he had a friend, um, that was on it called, his name was Andrew Whalen and Andrew, if, if you mind, if you don't mind, I'm just going to talk a little bit about it and yeah, I, I will give the links in our, our, uh, show notes on wake the bear radio.com. Um, but basically he interviews Andrew and, and back in 2007, uh, Andrew, went to a house church meeting he had not been before. And there was another guy there that was never been there before. And uh, he says, you know, this guy had white hair and yellow rain boots kind of stuck out a little bit. Uh, and he reminded him of Mr. Miyagi, he said. And uh, anyway, it found out, you know, through conversation that he says, man, you sound like you're God's special agent. You know, he had words of knowledge and, and prophecy and, and it was this man was powerful in the spirit. But anyway, he said, well, actually I am, I've served under, uh, in intelligence, I've served under the last five um, under uh, five administrations: uh, Carter, Reagan, uh, Bush Senior, uh, Clinton, and Bush Junior. Um, and and what had happened was, is he had actually died in an explosion in a mechanic's uh, garage, and and before he was taken out of the building and put in an ambulance, he spent six to seven days in the presence of the Lord before he woke up in the ambulance. I know that's kind of a weird time thing. Wow. Um, 
and he was called to uh, to to help people and put people together for prayer for what was going. And uh, so as this guy Andrew got to know this guy that reminded him of Mr. Miyagi from uh, the Karate Kid. Uh, he was asking questions about the Illuminati. He was starting to hear, you know, because this guy was exposed to all this. He he'd actually said that he had met the 13 people that literally run this world. Um, and so he was up there in that. And uh, he said no Hollywood movie movie could describe just how evil um, mm -hmm. the people are behind the governments. It's that bad. He says he's never seen it so bad in a movie even. Uh, but anyway, he's called uh, – so Andrew was also called to link people in prayer and uh, and he was given this this vision and 15 minutes later he gets a call from this guy well, I'll call him Mr. Miyagi because his name was uh, he didn't want to say his name for for reasons of safety of the family and stuff like that but uh, anyway Andrew also you know he was given a word um, before Obama even ran for president, that he would be the next president at that time. And uh, it wouldn't be a good thing. And so he, um, you know, he was concerned about that. And so he actually wind up calling this Mr. Miyagi fellow and, and saying, Hey, I, you know, I have a newborn, I'm kind of concerned and, and in, um, but I'm sorry, he didn't call. He, he had prayed about it. Uh, this Miyagi guy had actually died and he appeared to Andrew in a dream as an answer to this, this prayer, hmm. um, you know, saying, Hey, everything will be okay. Uh, we've got a plan for this. Uh, so there, there's a plan set and he looked younger with red hair and it was really interesting. So he called this guy's wife saying, Hey, I had this vision and I think it was the same guy, and she, but he had red hair. I've only known him as white. And she goes, Oh, that's him when he was younger, you know, really neat interview. But to, to, to get to the point, where is that Andrew, um, he was told to listen to a guy named Prang Medic, and he had never heard of him before. In fact, just recently, he met him for the first time uh, via, you know, the internet, but, um, and that he would talk about Q. And he said that if the church would listen to a man named Prang Medic about Q, they would understand what to pray for. They would know how mm -hmm. to pray, and God would equip them. And I know that there is a segment of people that have followed Q. I have followed Q from almost day one, um, you know, but there are a lot of people that just write you off as like crazy. And we've had Praying Medic on the show before. And what's really interesting about Praying Medic was, is that his wife was interested in Q and started listening. And he thought he didn't get it. He's like, ah, this is weird stuff. I don't, you know, I'm not interested. He started having a dream and he had a dream of a guy like Mr. Miyagi. He, and, and you probably heard him say that many times over the last five, six years, you know, this guy like Mr. Miyagi, he'd ask questions like Q. And so he's like, okay, I think God's telling me I should be looking into this Q thing. And he became one of the biggest Q decoders. So it's really interesting how this Mr. Miyagi guy has showed up multiple to multiple people. And, um, and, and so basically when I had followed the Q writings, and it's not following like he's some savior or anything like that. Q simply asks questions. And by asking those questions, he's getting people to investigate. We need to start looking into things outside of CNN and, and NBC. And, and, you know, we're spoon fed things that this is truth. This is truth. And he's saying, mm, you got to look at that. You know, remember the whole Epstein thing? 
That was years before everyone ever even heard of Epstein. We were hearing it on the cue boards, right? He's like, hey, uh, child trafficking, possibly? Hmm? What's these pictures look like? You know, and he would start asking questions and it became very obvious. Oh, there's a pedophile ring here going on. That's years before. And that's just one of many things. Hunter Biden, the laptop, all those things came out, you know, and so that's how we pray when we know what's going on and what's what's going wrong and what we need to pray against, you know, and, and it's really, really important. And I, I just want to play one thing. And then I would love to hear from Chris about how to pray. Um, mm. But, you know, the cute thing actually goes back even further. Um, you know, th the first time I uh, had really had a good feeling about it was from um, a prophecy from Kim Clement and, and uh, yeah. Kim kind of does that. I'm just going to play a real quick little. The vision of wickedness and impending danger is due to some device hidden in a place unknown to the present intelligence. That's what I have to tell you. And maybe even ignored. In other words, oh, that's, that's not important. This weapon is in a human mind. And the weapon that is in this human mind came to me when I saw some alphabetical letters. I saw some letters. At first, I thought it was A to Z. Now, this is a, a puzzle to me right now. But God almost said to me, focus on this. So that the mystery can be unfolded. The letters were A and Q. That's all I saw. And he said, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. And so basically, he doesn't even know what it is, but he's, he's, he's being as honest as possible what he saw. And, you know, I, I just looked at those things and he started off, he's saying uh, the vision of wickedness and impending danger is due to some device hidden in a place unknown to the present wow. intelligence outside of the intelligence agency. They don't know where this is coming from. And, the, and, and, you know, this is during, uh, what, 2012, so it's Barack mm -hmm. Obama's time. So his agency does not know who these are, these people are. And that vision of wickedness and impending danger is due to this that is exposing it. And he says that uh, that's what I have to do to tell you maybe uh, it's even ignored. He says that it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a weapon in a human mind. Mm -hmm. And the weapon is the human mind came to me. And, and that's when he saw the alphabetical letters, the human mind. So somebody, it's either a group or a person, that's where it was. It was information. It was in his mind. It wasn't, you know, out there to be, and, and they didn't know where it was from. So I see that as like, wow, that was 2012. Well, that's what, five years before Q wow. ever came out. And, and so here's a prophetic, a man that is anointed by God, who's had prophecies. He's prophesied about uh, um, Donald Trump being God's trumpet and that he'd be president. And, and he describes him and all that. And so you see that God is in control and that there is a plan. And I, and yeah. like the Elijah streams, I, I encourage you. We'll have that link out. Please listen to it. I was really encouraged. But he calls us to prayer. Uh, if we understand and follow the, some of the things that are said by Q. And so, Chris, if you want to just kind of close out telling us, uh, you know, how how do we pray rather than God help us only? But, you know, how do we yeah, strategically that's so pray? Good. It, that is so good. Thanks for, for sharing that. And, you know, we know our nation is in trouble today, probably more than 
any of us have ever seen in our lives lifetimes. And, and as people of prayer, we are intercessors. And as intercessors, we represent or represent mm -hmm. the kingdom of God. And God has given us two things. He's given us power uh, through our relationship with Jesus and through the blood of Jesus. And he's given us authority. And with that authority, he, it's delegated authority. We can be like his ambassadors in what we allow and don't allow. It's very clear that there are two, there aren't 10, there are two kingdoms on this earth. Whether it manifests, uh, darkness manifests man many ways, but there's the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God. There are only two. And as representatives of the king, who is Jesus, uh, our job is to bring in and to um, allow God's kingdom to come and manifest on earth as it is in heaven. And he mm -hmm. gave us this prayer and then he commissioned us and he said, I give you all authority, go. And he said, make disciples of nations and bring his kingdom wherever we go. And so that is really what, what we do as prayer ambassadors. We establish as believers his kingdom by releasing his power. And we do that as we pray for people, we, we command healing, we we pray for their healing and their deliverance. We deliver them from whatever demon they are struggling with. And um, we also uh, release authority. So we, we speak the decree uh, in, the, in the spirit realm. So there really is a very strong spirit realm. Satan's king, kingdom, minions, and ambassadors have got to eventually bow to the king of kings, but it requires us to hold them accountable and to um, make sure that uh, we don't just turn the other way. If we don't administer uh, the kingdom of God, then, and we do nothing, then they run around like the, the people, our, our borders are open, like free borders in the spirit. And so when we pray, we bring God's plans and purposes. And so we can, we can pray for the healing. We pray and command deliverance. We take authority by our relationship with Jesus. And then we make decrees of, of how the kingdom um, coming to our realm, our cities, our state, our nation would look. And uh, those things actually have effect in um, the spirit realm. And then we walk out what we can do uh, through the responsibilities God has given us um, in the very real boots on the ground world. We go to the school boards, we go to the city council meetings, we call our congressmen, we say, no, you are not going to continue to mutilate our children. We, we mm. use our voices, we get a radio show, we write articles, we write letters to our congressmen. Um, there are many ways we give money to to situations that are um, that are actually um, supporting things that are righteous and not to things that are unrighteous. So mm. that would be my answer. So what about like um, just another question is when you're saying decreeing and speaking things, are you talking like I'm asking for the audience, but like a political thing, like maybe uh, say say the school boards, like you just said, how would you? How would you speak into that in a prayer? Okay, in the name of Jesus, I mm -hmm. bind every demonic spirit that is producing 
negative effects on the children in our school, creating confusion and um, gender dysphoria. I command in the name of Jesus, those spirits to be bound and I release over the children in the schools of my region, understanding and peace and identity of who they are as image bearers, the way that God made them. So that would be a short example. Binding and loosening is one of the, the authority ways that, that we can pray. Uh, very good. Very good. And that, that wow. sounds like it applies to just about anything, right? I mean, it could be your, your representative or your mayor or yeah. Right. And there's a spirit behind people. So our enemies are not people, even when they do things that we don't like. Uh, right. we, we realize there are spirits that are influencing them. And that is the realm that we're going after when we bind. So we don't manipulate people. And we don't say, God, go make this person do what I want them to do. That's manipulation. We see what is behind that. They're, they themselves are being deceived when they're deceiving our children. And so that spirit of deception, I command you to be bound in Jesus' name. And I command you out uh, from among the children of my region. And I release uh, the truth of God and the understanding and wisdom of God into this situation. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Good, good. Really good. Well, that's awesome. Any closing thoughts, Brandon? No, I just, I think that that's important that we, we agree together. I mean, everything that we just, that Chris just said, we agree with it now in Jesus name. We agree with that over our, our state, over our cities, over our nation, over the world. We ask Lord that you would move and this really would be May day. A day of the Lord, a month of the Lord. And we cry out to you, Lord, and say, help us. And we, God, we know that we, you are our help and we will be helped in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Great show. Uh, again, tell everybody about it. Uh, like others and subscribe. About Please like do. Like and subscribe. Yep. And invite people to check out the show on one of the sites. And we'll be here next week. Same time. God bless you.